for the Hypnotic Radio Hour on AM 1460 KDWA. Presented by ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center of Apple Valley. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Over the next hour on the Hypnotic Radio Hour, we'll explore using the power of your mind to achieve your goals. Discover how you can use the new brain sciences to create a better life for yourself. How you can go beyond average and reach into exceptional performance using mind tools. Optimizing your brain to optimize your performance. Break habits, reach goals, be happier and more fulfilled, live longer and be younger. The Hypnotic Radio Hour with your hosts Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel. Cindy Lasher is a board-certified hypnotist, author, educator, and founder of ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center, and the Midwest Hypnotherapy Academy. Jody Kimmel is a certified hypnotherapist, authoring his first book, Rules of the Mind, and is lead instructor at the Midwest Hypnotherapy Academy. You're encouraged to be a part of the Hypnotic Radio Hour. Call in now with your comments and questions. Phone lines are open now at 651-437-1460. And now, the Hypnotic Radio Hour. Here are your hosts, Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel. Welcome, welcome, welcome to January. Welcome to 2015. Happy New Year. Mr. Dan. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Cindy. Happy New Year, Jody. And Happy New Year to you folks on this chilly day. Absolutely. But, you know, the sun is shining. It's the beginning of a beautiful new year. And, you know, we are we are raring to go. You know, Cindy, with you, the glass is half full. It always is. <laughs> Good for you. E- even if what's in it is uh, frozen solid. <laughs> yeah, it's ice cubes. <laughs> <laughs> my, 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 my cup runneth over and freezes there. <laughs> you bet. Real quick. <laughs> Sure did, sure did. Um, you know, getting a little better on that eating too much, you know, part that everybody does. Um, we keep doing it continually year after year after year, but not as bad this year, but still did it. Really? So what made the difference this year? What did you change? Consciously saying, I'm not going to gain weight. I'm not going to gain weight. I'm not going to gain weight. Very good. Well, maybe we can help to refine that for you with the information in today's show to make it even more effective and uh, get you get you further along to your goals. That's right. Today we'll be talking about uh, about resolutions versus new habits. Because it's that time of year, isn't it? That's right. It's that time of year. Our phones start to ring off the hook. The gym is crowded. <laughs> and uh, every every year this time of year, I just wait because by March... They will all, all the newbies will be gone. (laughs) And uh, hopefully, if you're one of those people who just joined a gym and you're you're going uh, several times a week right now, 
I can, we can help you with the information in this show to not be one of those people who just f- sort of fritters off into nowhere about oh, yeah. March. Before I knew what I knew, uh, you know, I was uh, I was one of those Jim's uh, favorite uh, customers because I would pay for my uh, my membership and they would never see me. That's right. You didn't take up any space. Yeah, you, you, you was, didn't. Uh, you didn't create any mess for the people who were the janitorial staff. Or, passive and, income. For absolutely them. passive. Yes, <laughs> and, and many, many, many people do that. And so today's show is about. Why? Why is that what happens to us, first of all? And more importantly, what can you do differently to have a different mindset, a different focus, uh, a different strategy? Um, Because one of the, you know, we are both neuro-linguistic programmers, right? That's right. Uh, NLP. Um, If if you're familiar with Tony Robbins, he's probably the um, single-handedly has raised NLP in the public consciousness more than anyone else. And one of the uh, principles of NLP is to look at your strategies. And if you aren't getting the outcomes or the results that you desire, then to change those strategies and be flexible in how you approach things. And so I'm hoping as you listen to this show today that you will have an open mind, a flexible attitude, and some of these things you might go, ah, that might be worth a try. Absolutely. And that's all we can ask, right? That's right. So, you know, over 50% of all Americans set themselves a New Year's resolution, and 88% of all those set resolutions from half of America and probably lots of other people in the world fail, and they fail by about the middle of February. Yeah, that's 156 million failed resolutions. If I had a dollar for every failed resolution. Oh, man. If I had a nickel for every failed resolution. <laughs> yeah. And the disappointment and, and, and the fact that if you do that year after year and you know it, if I'm talking to you, that it, it sets up a pattern. That's right. And your brain learns because your your mind, your brain, your body, every every aspect of you is programmed, born to try to return to the natural balance. That's right. That's and called homeostasis. That's right. And people need to understand that there is an actual science behind setting New Year's resolutions. And the truth is that uh, the brain can't handle New Year's resolutions. And why is that, Cindy? Well, it's because of how we tend to go about them. Uh, um, the, the brain, the, the conscious mind is what, what we usually use. Because, Okay, let's, let's step back a little bit and explain the difference between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. You probably, as you're listening to this, you all know what habits you have in your life. And, and take that term in a neutral way. Right. We have good habits in our lives and we have bad habits in and our lives. And neutral habits, you know, because what a habit is is simply a set of skills. Yeah, it's a shortcut. It's just a shortcut. Um, it's a program that runs without you having to uh, apply conscious effort and energy toward it. That's right. You know what those are for you. And those habits form... Simply through repetition. One day you do it, the next day you do it, and as you go along, generally it takes on average 30 days to form a habit. By the time you've done it over and over again for 30 days, in general. It now, settles some, into your subconscious mind and becomes that set of skills that you don't have to think about doing. That you don't have to use your conscious mind for. Your conscious mind 
is very, very weak and puny. It is the 90-pound weakling of your brain. <laughs> That's right. It is. It gets sand kicked in its proverbial face by your subconscious mind, that bruiser. That subconscious mind ha handles all of your habits. It is a powerhouse of multitasking. It's an amazing part of us. It is what allows us to get through our day doing all the many, many, many diverse and different things that we do without really feeling overtaxed. And you know the difference. Take yourself out of your normal day-to-day -day environment. Maybe you go to a training or maybe you've started a new job and you know how exhausted you are at the end of the day when everything is different than it usually is That's because right. you're having to use your conscious mind so much more. It's almost easier to do manual labor for that same period of time than to use that mental, uh, that mental muscle. Oh, Jody, let me tell you, I, I'm a, I'm, <laughs> I am a mean ten-keyer. <laughs> if you know what that is, if you're listening, it's just when you do data entry and when you do no, numeric data entry, you work on a 10-key pad. And I am, I am a wicked 10-keyer. And if you just put me in front of a pile of data and tell me to enter it on a 10-key pad, ah, the, the hours will fly because I'm really, really accurate. I'm really, really good at it, and I don't have to think a whit. It is just I become a robot. And you know what those things are for you. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Playing drums. There you go. Be and why? Because I don't think about it. Be because I and just because do you've it. done it for I've so long it for and so it's, long. it's grooved in. I'm doing it right now in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> that explains the rhythm that I'm feeling. That's right. And so when we make New Year's resolutions, um, we tend to be using we're, we're making changes okay right. and anytime you're making changes you are you are not relying on your subconscious mind but rather your conscious mind your conscious mind can handle five plus or minus two bits of information at a given time That's and right. it gets exhausted and so we use willpower willpower is in your conscious mind habits are in your subconscious mind once it becomes a habit, it's automatic. It's about uh, it's about automaticity. That's right. And that is powerful. And it's and, and it's 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 a wonderful it's a wonderful mechanism of the, of our mind. Right. And what we need uh, to stick to our New Year's resolutions is willpower. It is because until it becomes a habit, it's a consciously repeated act. That's right. And you know, uh, as much as as uh, you deter me from using scientific uh, terminology, you know, it's uh, the reticular activating system of the brain <laughs> that creates that ability to move it from the conscious That's mind to the subconscious. That's one of your favorite mind. parts of the I brain. love it. You, you, you know, just you're like the to one, say it. You're the one who turned me on to that term. So. Reticular activating yeah, system. The the RAS. It's what it, it's what determines what when you've programmed your brain for what's important. What's it's what calls your attention to it. That's right. And so the, the, the particular area of the brain that houses your willpower, if you will, I mean, it's not something that you can you know, reach out and grab and touch, but it's located in the prefrontal cortex, right behind your forehead. And that's also the part of the brain that's responsible for staying focused, handling short-term memory, and solving abstract tasks. So when you set a New Year's resolution, an enormous amount of your willpower is required. And it's an amount your brain just can't handle. Yeah. And to give you an example of that, you know, there was a, uh, a study done uh, where a group of undergraduate students were divided into two groups. One group was given a two-digit number to remember. 
The other was given a seven-digit number to remember. Then after a short walk through the halls, they were offered a choice between two snacks, a slice of chocolate cake or a bowl of fruit. Now what's more surprising is the students with the seven-digit numbers to remember were twice as likely to pick up the slice of chocolate cake compared to the students with the two-digit. And so we will explain why that is the case and how it plays into your New Year's resolutions when we return from the break. Helping you break habits, reach goals, be happier and more fulfilled, live longer and be younger. This is the Hypnotic Radio Hour, presented by ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com with Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel. More coming up right after this on AM 14. Do you have a child in school that's not achieving his or her potential? Are you returning to school? Change Works Hypnosis Center can help. You learn faster, retain and comprehend more, improve your motivation to study, eliminate test-taking fears, and even be more organized and productive. Studies have proven the effectiveness of hypnosis for improving academic performance. Call for a free screening to see if hypnosis can help you. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Change Works Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. There are many reasons to quit smoking, and you know them all. Whatever your reason, quitting smoking is your decision. And when you're ready, Change Works Hypnosis Center can help. The experts at Change Works help you sever your mental dependence on tobacco, permanently changing the way you perceive it. They address your triggers and give you an arsenal of tips and techniques to help you break the bonds of smoking forever. You owe it to yourself to quit, but it doesn't have to be a struggle. The Change Work Stop Smoking program is over 90% effective. When you're ready, call for a free hypnosis screening to see if the program is right for you. Even if you failed in the past, it really is that simple. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. That's minnesotahypnosis.com. Change Works Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. Last year, you said next year. Isn't it time? 952-356-0010. Change Works Hypnosis Center. If you've lost weight just to gain it all back or find yourself eating when you're not hungry, Change Works Hypnosis Center can help you eliminate the bad habits and beliefs that contribute to weight gain. And when you modify your behaviors easily and naturally with hypnosis, the weight will come off with proper nutrition and activity. Call for a free screening to see if hypnosis can help you. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Change Works Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. They're here to change minds, and not just their own. Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel are back with more of the Hypnotic Radio Hour, presented by ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. Find out more online at hypnosisminnesota.com. Be a part of this program. Call in now with your questions and comments. Phone lines are open at 651-437-1460. And now, here again are Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel. Welcome back. Welcome back. So if you weren't with us before the break, we are talking about how to make your New Year's resolutions stick. 50% of Americans make New Year's resolutions this time of year, and 88% of those resolutions fail by about the middle of February. So we're helping you today to understand how your mind works so that you can make those resolutions more effective so that you can actually start to make some changes and make some headway and start to become that person that you desire to be. 
Absolutely. So just before the break, we were talking about the difference between habits and um, between and willpower. Between and habits and willpower. And, and where we left you on the cliffhanger was uh, the study that we were referring to where uh, two different groups of students were uh, asked to remember, uh, one, one half of the group was asked to remember a seven-digit number. The other half of the group was asked to remember a two-digit number. After a short walk, they uh, were uh, um, offered the choice between two snacks, a slice of chocolate cake or a bowl of fruit. And again, what was happening with that was the students with the seven-digit number to remember were twice as likely to pick the slice of chocolate cake compared to the students with the two-digit numbers. And the reasoning of why this happens? The cognitive load on the brain. The, the, remember that the conscious mind can only handle five plus or minus two bits of information at a time. That is a workload for our brain. That's why our phone numbers and our social security numbers are chunked down into three and four digit chunks because if we were told, remember this 15 digit chunk, remember this 10 digit chunk, we would freak out and not be able to do it. Yeah. I mean, try it. It's just, it's just impossible. Absolutely. Well, aside from a few special people, there are a few you know, savants in that area, but for the, for the common ordinary person, that's almost impossible to do. Absolutely. So back to that study, you know, the, the, the reason why that happened was uh, those extra numbers took up valuable space in the brain, and they were, uh, as it was a cognitive load, it made it that much harder to resist the decadent dessert because they were too busy trying to remember all those numbers as opposed to just a simple two-digit number. You know what I hear from my clients? When they Tell come me. in to start to work with me, my, my, my weight release clients, and maybe you can relate to this to your, yourself as, as you're listening, I hear over and over, you know what, the morning is great, and I get through lunch, lunch is great, and then somewhere in the afternoon, mm, boom. I just can't resist the things anymore. And it's because that willpower has been used up. Because you're not only using willpower on that resolution or that concept of change that you're trying to create for yourself. Your willpower is, tap, is, is tapped away when you bite your tongue and not say something to that coworker, or when you prevent yourself from, from you know, screaming out loud when the printer jams yet another time. <laughs> all, yeah. all of that is, is eroding. You wake up in the morning, imagine, with a full bucket of willpower. Right. And during the day, little things the traffic jam, the extra long light, the, the guy that cuts you off, the coworker that, you know, bothers you, the printer jam, this, that, the, the other thing. Stack of papers the unexpected Yeah, yes, please have this to me, you know, yesterday. That erodes that willpower. The bucket gets emptier and emptier and emptier. And by the afternoon or the evening, it's just gone. It's gone. You know, and, and willpower was only meant to be engaged for short periods of time. And it is a finite resource. We have to build it up, and it's like a muscle, you know. So uh, that's that's the issue that people have is they they think, well, I'm going to use willpower to uh, to stop smoking. But the the point of that is, you would have to spend your entire life thinking about not smoking that cigarette, not smoking that cigarette, not smoking that cigarette. And your, your conscious mind is just not capable of that. Remember, it is the 90-pound weakling of that's your exactly mind. Exactly right. Not only that, but since this, uh, the the mind cannot the subconscious mind cannot process a negative. Not smoking a cigarette brings to mind what? Smoking a cigarette. Smoking that cigarette. And what you focus on is what you get. Even if you're focusing on not doing something, since the brain can't process that, what that not is, it's like a picture consciousness. 
And once you see something, it's hard to unsee it. It is impossible. That's right. And even if you're not consciously aware that an image is forming, because your subconscious mind is a picture consciousness, somewhere a, a picture is forming in your mind every time you think of a concept. Exactly. It, it is unavoidable. And so, so therefore, uh, uh, Dan, in order to, uh, to refine that affirmation that you're using each year, instead of saying what you were, I'm not going to gain weight this year, say, I am going to eat smaller portions. Hmm. I'm going to eat smaller portions. Okay. Because what that does is that brings that picture into of your smaller portions of smaller portions. What you were saying before brings into a, a picture consciousness of a heavier Dan. <laughs> we don't need that. We don't need that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I needed the cough button there. <clears throat> don't know what that was. So resolutions versus habits. And we already talked in the first segment about what habits are. And to think of habits as a mechanism of your mind. Now, certainly we all have habits that we wish we didn't have, and we call those bad habits. But a habit isn't really good or bad. A habit is just a mechanism that the mind uses uh, as a shortcut. The way everybody ties their shoe is a habit. Your ability to drive your car. That you can remember when you drove your car using your conscious mind. It was the first time you got in a vehicle. Driver's training probably for most of us. And you can remember how awkward, how uncomfortable, how difficult, how confusing, how frustrating that whole experience was where nothing felt right. And not only that, but if you learn how to drive like I did on a farm when you needed to pull a calf with the truck and your, your dad's telling you to get in the uh, truck and do it, you also have that high emotion. Oh, yeah, there's, absolutely. <laughs> even, even if it's not that situation, believe me, <laughs> when you're getting into that vehicle for, for driver's training, your emotions are up there. You're, you know, there's, <laughs> and that's, that's the, the experience of trying to do that with your conscious mind, but through repetition. And which is why we have, you know, the, the learner's permit, and they, you need to go out and get X number of hours. I can't remember what it is. Well, it's now it's, it, they've increased it, so it's even better. For so me. even better, right. So good, because you, you need that repetition to drive those behaviors into your subconscious mind, which is where your habits and your rote memory is, your long-term memory. So, for example, you know, you know your ABCs, right, Jody? Uh, for the most part, except for when I'm standing on a white line and they ask me to, to uh, repeat them backwards. And that just doesn't work because you <laughs> didn't learn your ABCs backwards by memory. That's right. Now, if you had, which would be unusual. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe I should start, I should start thinking about doing that. So. Maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> Okay, but we that's go. the reason they ask you to do those backwards, <laughs> which, quite frankly, even if I wasn't drunk, I couldn't yeah, say my really. ABCs, ABCs backwards. Because even if you were falling off your butt drunk, if you started to do your ABCs, especially if you learned them to the song, uh-huh. you would still be able to do a pretty good job of singing your ABCs because it's really like pressing a button, click, whir, the program for your ABCs plays. Right, without right? even you having have to, to do think. anything. There's no thought involved in that. There's no conscious mind involvement. And so when you drive 
all those hours to, you know, during your learning permit phase, you drive all of those behaviors, how it feels, and your, your mind is literally like pushing the record button on the tape player and recording all of those experiences, the feelings, the sounds, everything, so that, you know, you can drive your car and not even think about it. Exactly. And what you're speaking about is, is really resolutions versus habits. And so that's what we want to get to, right? Yeah, Is exactly. the point where, where the, the new behavior that you're now calling a resolution is, has that same automaticity. Exactly. Because the truth is that, that resolutions are vague aspirations, and they just don't work. Habits, on the other hand, is something that we are performing over and over again, Yep. in order to lock it into the, the subconscious mind, which is our doer mind. Right. And habits tend to – resolutions tend to be overarching categories. People usually say things like, I'm going to lose weight, or I'm going to get in better shape, or I'm going to focus on my health. I'm well, going to stop smoking. From a behavioral standpoint, specifically, what does that mean? It's big. It's too big. It's, that's exactly right. It's, it's far too many uh, aspects underneath that, that umbrella of uh, losing weight or quitting smoking uh, or managing stress. You know, what we need to do is we need to refine it down to habits. When we refine it down to a habit, that's something that we can, that we can together and pick apart in order to find out with what the tools to change your mind for the better so after hang the break, on we'll for more, more of the hypnotic exactly radio out. hour on am 1460 kdwa presented by change works hypnosis center in apple valley find out more about the topics on today's program online at minnesotahypnosis.com more of the Hypnotic Radio no Hour secret. next. To be successful in today's market, you must present yourself well and often. Yet a surprising number of professionals rank their fear of public speaking worse than death. ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center can radically diminish or even eliminate the fear of public speaking with powerful techniques. Ask yourself, is fear of public speaking limiting your life? What is the true cost of your fear in terms of your career, lost opportunities, and self-image? Stop allowing fear to sabotage your career when so much can be done to clear your pathway to success. The experts at ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center can help you overcome your fear and even enjoy public speaking. Call today for a free screening, 952-356-0010, online at minnesotahypnosis.com. That's minnesotahypnosis.com. ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley, changing lives for the better since 2007. It can feel like a prison, living with anxiety, fear, phobias, and excessive worry. Maybe you think you've tried everything, but the experts at ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center have a unique, proven system that will melt away your fears. If you feel nervous in social or certain situations, if you feel out of control or like you don't measure up, if you have phobias including flying, heights, public speaking, or fears in high-pressure or test-taking situations, the experts at ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center really can help. You'll learn how to control your mind's reactions and your emotions. Break out of prison and feel in control now and in the future. You'll be amazed at how quickly and how much you can change. 
Call for a free screening. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Change Works Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. Changing lives for the better since 2007. Showing you how you can use the new brain sciences to create a better life for yourself. This is the Hypnotic Radio Hour, presented by uh, ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center of Apple Valley. Online at Center and the Midwest Hypnotherapy Academy. You can find us out on the web at www.minnesotahypnosis.com, and you can find the Hypnotherapy Academy at www.midwesthypnotherapyacademy.com. And today we are talking about New Year's resolutions and why it is that so many of them fail and how you can construct your New Year's resolutions differently, take a different strategy to increase your chances of success. And the problem is clear. Any abstract goal you have, and most of us tend to make our resolutions as abstract goals. As we were saying before the break, they tend to be things like, I'm going to eat better or lose weight or get healthier or, you know, yeah, yeah, they tend to be very big, broad categories, and they're abstract goals. They're like the umbrella. And any abstract goal you have that is not tied to a specific behavior is nearly impossible for your brain to focus on. Making it instinctual, creating that automaticity that we were talking about, that habit. That's right. And that, the key is to make any goal a habit first. Absolutely. And that's the crucial aspect that will help you to achieve any new habit, and that's missing in 90% of all New Year's resolutions, which makes them so likely to fail. And what's more important is to make that habit a tiny one. Yes, to really break it down, chunk it down, as we would say in NLP, to really chunk it down. So the key is to make any goal a habit first. And so to take that overarching goal and then list out three, four, five, six different specific behaviors that will take you closer to that goal. Exactly. And some examples of how that translates, uh, you know, for example, to the, to the, uh, you know, the four most common New Year's resolutions that people have, you know, the first one, uh, quit smoking. You know, that's the resolution. I'm going to quit smoking. The habit that needs to be created for that is to stop smoking that one cigarette you have every morning after breakfast. Right, and then choose the next one. And as I said earlier, on average it takes about 30 days. Now, some some habits take hold faster, some take a little bit longer. There's some nice new research that's come out in the last two, three years on habits. Um, so when it when you no longer think about it, when you no longer have to apply conscious thought, to not having that first that cigarette after after breakfast, then you know that's become a habit. Now it's time to work on the next one. Is that the cigarette you have in the car on the way home or whatever it is? Or on the way to work, yes. You know, it, it, because when you think about it, people who smoke uh, 20 to 30 cigarettes a day, they're not even they're not even recognizing the most of those cigarettes that they're smoking. So really, there's only four cigarettes that they're actually really being able to enjoy yeah so so for one thing it's not uh it's not a matter of of letting go of 30 cigarettes a day it's it's a matter of letting go of those four that really matter right and the rest fall away very easily and they do and and that's how chunking it down to okay i'm going to no longer smoke that 
first cigarette in the morning. Once you realize that you're able to do that, then that gives a positive reinforcement to yourself consciously and subconsciously and helps it to be able to make that next one that you let go of that much easier to do. So a couple of other examples, um, a resolution that's very common is I'm going to eat healthier. So that's a big umbrella. How can you create some very specific habits that you can focus on one at a time and really drive that to automaticity and then work on the next one so that by the end of the year you are eating much healthier. So, for example, instead of the resolution of I'm going to eat healthy food, choose the habit of starting to substitute that morning pastry for a piece of fruit. Exactly. Or or one salad a day. Or one salad a day. Choose one thing at a time. When that feels comfortable, when that feels good, when that becomes your automatic go-to, then choose the next one. So another resolution that's really common this time yeah. of year is to lose weight. And we lose can do all – well, and we have done whole yeah. shows around the concept. Don't of, get me started on the whole losing thing. Oh, I know it. Yeah, <laughs> you start to reframe your language because everything we lose, we try and find again, right? That's right. The subconscious mind, which is our doer mind, says – why do I want to lose something for you? You were absolutely devastated when you were three years old and you lost your kitty. Nobody likes a loser. Nobody likes a loser. So and start to reframe your language as uh, releasing that weight. Yes, letting go of bad habits. Letting go of things you don't need anymore and you don't need that weight anymore. So, But instead of that overarching, again, category of Which is losing too general. weight. It's too general. And the thing about the subconscious mind is it loves specificity. It loves specificity and a time constraint in which to do something because a confused mind only does what it's been doing. Yep, it goes back to its programming. And so uh, choose a habit, for example, every evening after work, go for a two- or three-minute run or walk around the block. Make it something that you can commit to, something that you can get your mind around, your conscious mind around. And something that isn't too too hugely... uh, 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 you know, uh, terrible to think about doing. Yeah, because if you think about, you know, and, 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 and just pick one, we'll get to this, but pick one category and then one sub-goal at a time. And that's really a good way to think about this. You've got a category and then you've got sub-goals. And choose one sub-goal at a time. Apply your conscious mind, your willpower to, to achieving that sub-goal on a daily basis until it just becomes automatic and then move to the next sub-goal. By the end of the year, you'll have mastered your category. Um, so example, uh, another example, um, a common resolution is to manage my stress oh, better. Man, yeah. Now, what, what exactly does that mean? I don't know. Manage my stress. You know, tell it what to do and, and, and delegate authority to it and responsibility. I don't know. Uh, yeah, is yeah. Is it you, a mid, mid-management position? I'm, I'm going to promote my stress. <laughs> I'm going to apply the Peter principle and, yeah. and promote my stress to the point where it just gives up. You give it that corner office. There you go. Yeah. So how about instead a habit of meditating for two to three minutes every morning after you wake up or meditating for ten minutes in, 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 during your afternoon break? Or giving yourself that period of time to just go inside yourself and reflect on peace and confidence and calmness before that presentation comes up. Right. And picking just one of those, getting that grooved in. 
Now, by immediately breaking down each resolution, seeing what the smallest habit could be, your chances of succeeding will be at least 50% higher. That's fantastic to, to realize that it's not as difficult as most people think. And most people, they, they just say, well, you know, my resolution this year is no more resolutions. <laughs> and that's probably the one that people stick to the most. Absolutely. And you know what? That's not a bad path to take either. <laughs> so we have four steps to making New Year's resolutions stick. And we've already mentioned the first one is to just pick one, one overarching category. You know, as, as we, we discussed earlier with that cognitive low, overload experiment where the, the students were given either two numbers to remember or seven numbers to remember, and the students given the seven numbers to remember over a brief period of time, just to walk down the hall and back, they were already so depleted in their willpower that they couldn't, 50% 50, 50 more of them chose to eat a chocolate cake instead of a bowl of fruit. So sticking to more than one New Year's resolution is near on impossible for your brain to handle. Instead, analyze everything that you've thought about to change and pick the one that's most important for you. That's right. Then let go of everything else. That's right. Otherwise, you'll be picking the chocolate cake for every situation. <laughs> and we know what that does to, uh, to our, our physical and mental health. That's right. And, and, and that brings up an important point. You know, willpower is like a muscle. And you can actually increase the amount of willpower. You can make the bucket that you wake up in the morning with bigger. a bigger bucket so that it gets you through the day in a better way. But you get that by having success, by setting yourself up for success. Little successes lead to bigger successes. Which leads to step number two. Take baby steps. Make it a tiny habit. Right. Now that you picked a, a, that one resolution, make sure to break it down as far as you can to the simplest task possible. If your resolution is, uh, you know, going to the gym, then turn it into the tiniest habit possible that you can perform in under 60 seconds. For example, set my workout clothes by the side of the bed so in the morning I pop right into them Boom. first thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... Number three. Hold yourself accountable for what you want to change and tell others about it or write it down. Absolutely. In a study from 2007 performed by a researcher named Evans, they found a striking correlation between increased social support and lowering blood pressure, heart rate, and cortisol. So what does that have to do with New Year's resolutions, you well, say? It has, uh, uh, it, it has proven the striking evidence that the people around you can have a significant impact on your behavior. So if you tell someone, you know, your friends, your family members, your, your uh, partner, about the new tiny habit you've created, then you're much more likely to stick to it. There is so much other fun research that plays into this. Um, it, it, part of it is, is the feeling of being monitored, and, and, and you might feel a little creepy about that. But what the heck, if you're trying to accomplish something and you're dedicated to it, use every resource that's been proven to be effective. There's interesting studies that um, if people feel like they're being watched, they will be more honest, they will comply more. <laughs> and to the point where they, the, the, the famous study is the break room study. Have you read that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where they have the, 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 the picture of the eyes on the refrigerator. <laughs> there's nobody in the room. You know there's nobody in the room, but there's a picture of eyes 
on the refrigerator, and people will be 80%. More of the Hypnotic Radio Hour coming up, presented by ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center of Apple Valley. With Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel on AM 1460 KDWA. We'll be back. ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Just the word diet can fill you with dread. If you've lost weight just to gain it all back, if you find yourself eating when you're not hungry but don't know why, if you make progress but end up sliding back to where you started or worse, ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center can really help. The experts at ChangeWorks have an effective program to help you end the typical diet struggle. ChangeWorks can help you eliminate the bad habits and beliefs that contribute to weight gain. And when you modify your behaviors easily and naturally with hypnosis, the weight will come off with proper nutrition and activity. With ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center, you can break the painful cycle, lose weight, and maintain it easily. Call for a free screening to see if hypnosis can help you. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. That's minnesotahypnosis.com. ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley changing lives for the better since 2007. Do you have a child in school that's not achieving his or her potential? Are you returning to school? Change Works Hypnosis Center can help. You learn faster, retain and comprehend more, improve your motivation to study, eliminate test-taking fears, and even be more organized and productive. Studies have proven the effectiveness of hypnosis for improving academic performance. Call for a free screening to see if hypnosis can help you. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Change Works Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. There are many reasons to quit smoking, and you know them all. When you're ready, Change Works Hypnosis Center can help you sever your mental dependence on tobacco, address your triggers, and give you an arsenal of tips and techniques to help you break the bonds of smoking forever. You owe it to yourself to quit, but it doesn't have to be a struggle. Call for a free hypnosis screening. It really is that simple. 952-356-0010. Online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Change Works Hypnosis Center in Apple Valley. Teaching you how to optimize your brain to optimize your performance, break habits, reach goals, be happier, and more fulfilled in your life. It's the Hypnotic Radio Hour on AM 1460 KDWA. This is your radio show. Join us on air with your questions and comments. Phone lines are open now at 651-437-1460. Now back to our hosts, Jody Kimmel and Cindy Lasher. Here we are, and there you are. And there you are, and it's a cold January day, but you are now almost completely armed to make this the most successful year that you have ever had in terms of sticking to your New Year's resolutions. Absolutely. And so where we left off was on our fourth and final key to making those habits become new resolutions. And number four is focusing on the carrot not the stick. That's right. Positive feedback is more powerful than uh, trying to get away from something that's painful. The human mind recognizes two forms of motivation. The away from motivation, away from something that's painful. So away from that painful state, whether it's my pants don't fit, I can't find anything in my my closet to wear that makes me happy, or I'm tired of of having shortness of breath when I walk up that, that short flight of stairs. The fact is that that'll get you off your duff 
to change a little bit, but as soon as it's no longer painful, you stop. You stop. And so you have to have both ends of the motivation spectrum. You have to have that powerful vision of what you're going to. Moving towards that pleasure. Absolutely. A powerful study from the University of Chicago outlines how clearly positive feedback on any of your new habits will increase the likelihood of your success. Hand in hand with this goes the fact that rewarding yourself for advances with your habits, with things that make you feel great, are a sure fire way to increase your success rate. So treating yourself to an unhealthy snack after a few days of successful dietary habit changes is more appropriate if you really want to make it through to the other end. That's right. It's perfectly acceptable to do that. Yes. Don't put anything on the forbidden list. It takes on tremendous amounts of power. Because that is exactly what we want is those things that we're not supposed to have. That's right. So be aware of what your painful away from motivation is, and that's that's appropriate, but realize it's not going to get you all the way to the to the to the finish line, That's because right. you have to know what's at that finish line. I have I have I've had friends years ago, and and I use this question, line of questioning often. They had started a new business. They were working their 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 tails off. They were working night and day on this new business, and they kept saying, "Well, we're we're going to do this to be successful. We're going to do this to be successful." And I was just seeing these these uh, disconnects in their behaviors, and 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 I said, "Well, do you know?" What would success look like when you reach it? And they both just stopped. Mm. And they looked at me and they said, oh, my God. I said, then how, do you, how are you going to know that you... How do you know you reached it? How do you know you, you aren't already there? Yeah. Uh, or how are you going to know when you do get it? Right. So you have to create that vision for yourself of what is success to me. Now, one last quick fact. We talked about willpower. And that's a faction of a, a function of the conscious mind. And you wake up in the morning with that bucket full of willpower, and as the day goes along, different things wear that away and take, you know, cupfuls and, and literfuls and yeah. <laughs> gallonfuls out of your bucket. And by the end of the day, your bucket is 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 deplenished, and you have a hard time sticking to your resolutions, your your habit change. Uh, commitments to yourself. Yeah, so for those people out there who are kicking themselves in the hiney for not having willpower, you know, a, a very comforting and important fact is that having strong willpower is not something that we're born with. Yeah, and, and that flies in the face of popular opinion and what we are really taught to believe. But research suggests that will, willpower itself is uh, is not something that we're born with. It's actually It's actually a character trait that we can create That's right. and and grow and the more success you have the larger a portion of willpower you will have so just right. like your bicep has to be trained to get bigger and stronger so does the prefrontal cortex in your brain and the key to this to make sure to not start lifting too heavy that's right. the key. Not lifting too much at too uh, at any given time. Small incremental steps right. is what increases that that strength and that. Because muscle. then you have success, and every time you have success, that's a feedback loop within your brain that increases the strength, the power, the ability of your prefrontal cortex, and therefore your willpower. So you can apply this to yourself. You can apply this to your children. What a wonderful piece of information to have to help your children to develop. Strong willpower, strong 
as I say, it really won't power most yeah, for the most yeah. for usually. We for always we we have plenty of willpower. I will eat that cake. The yeah, willpower yeah. is what we need. <laughs> <laughs> so with all of this info, the only thing that's left for us to ask you: Do you have any New Year's resolutions, and how are you planning on approaching them? And we use hypnosis and neurolinguistic programming. Have you heard us talk about them? Um, to help people, to coach people through to success in those goals. And you can take a look at our testimonials. We have amazing testimonials from people who have made changes that they have struggled to make for decades. Absolutely. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you out there, uh, your thoughts and comments on today's show. And you can reach us through www.minnesotahypnosis.com and, of course, the, the hypnotherapy school at www.midwesthypnotherapyacademy.com. Did you learn something today, Dan? I did. Fantastic. And hopefully all of our listeners out there have learned a little bit uh, about how to increase their ability to make those changes stick so that they can live a more happier, empowered, wonderful life. Remember, we move in the direction of our most dominant thought, people. So make sure that yours are always positive. This has been the Hypnotic Radio Hour on AM 1460 KDWA with Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel of ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center of Apple Valley online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Join us on the first Wednesday of each month at 11 a.m. for the Hypnotic Radio Hour on AM 1460 KDWA, serving the Tri-County area for more than 50 years. Find out more about the topics discussed today on the Hypnotic Radio Hour online at minnesotahypnosis.com. Cindy Lasher and Jody Kimmel are not licensed medical practitioners and do not hold themselves out as such. Services provided by ChangeWorks Hypnosis Center are complimentary in nature and not intended to take the place of professional medical or psychological care and should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. The information provided is and is intended to be educational in nature, providing information, instruction, support, and encouragement. Join us again next time for the Hypnotic Radio Hour.